lost, perhaps in a shopping centre or a city you're unfamiliar with. It can be a very scary experience and could even be quite dangerous if you're lost at night or in a strange place. Who knows where danger is lurking? Hi, I'm Carolyn Mose, co-host of the podcast series Succeed With Money because nobody fails with money on purpose. I'm here with David Wright, founder of the Spending Planners Institute. The Institute is leading the way in teaching people how to remove their money stress and solve their everyday money problems. Hi, David. Hi, Carolyn. This seems to be an interesting topic. Where are you going with this? Well, have I ever told you about my story of being lost in the car park? Um, I think you might have vaguely mentioned it. Give me the details. Okay, well, that was a really scary experience. We had gone, it was Christmas time, and we had gone to one of the largest shopping centres here, um, here in Brisbane City, and we'd never been there before, so we parked the car, and obviously there were, you know, thousands and thousands of people Christmas shopping, and we went off and we did our shopping, and about four or five hours later, we um, proceeded to go back to our car. Right. And then we kind of thought, oh, okay, do you remember where we parked the car? <laughs> <laughs> and my husband looked at me and went, uh, no. Do you? <laughs> do you remember? And I went, um, no. And we were literally, uh, we, we just had no idea. It was so scary. And we were like, oh, okay. Um, what do we do now? And so we proceeded to search for our car and we did level by level and just mm. got more confused and more lost. That, that sounds like a pretty scary situation. I, it um, was horrible. I, and plus we had five hours of shopping that we were lugging around. So it was awful. Oh, yeah. <laughs> well, I've got a similar story. Um, we'll find out how you found your car a little bit later. I, I went to visit my brother in North Queensland. He was working up there at the time and I had some holidays. So I went to drive a couple of days up to North Queensland and I arrived there later in the day. I checked into a caravan park and then I went to visit my brother when he got home from work. And of course, I hadn't seen him for a long time. So we spent quite a lot of time catching up. And when I left to go back to the caravan park, it was well and truly you know, like 10 o'clock at night. And... I realised I was driving around in circles and I was lost. And I have never been lost or had never been lost before in my life. And I just, I got more and more and more worked up as I realised I was just totally in the dark. And I'm thinking, I'm going to end up sleeping in my car because I just, every time I took a turn thinking, ah, this will be the way, next thing I'm at the dead end or just further and further lost. Just by chance, I happened upon a roundabout with, a, I think it was a big monument or something in the middle that I recognised from the, the after. I went, oh, I know where I am. And from that moment, I was right, now I know how to get back to where I wanted, where my caravan park was. So right. it was the fact that I, there was that one landmark that told me where I was. Suddenly, I was able to get to where I wanted to go. It made all the difference. And, and I guess... You know, you, you can't get to where you want to go if you don't know where you are. It, it's a, a very, you know, that was the night that I really learnt that lesson. Yeah, yeah. So, David, um, I know I've heard you say that the first rule to living a happy and healthy life is knowing where you are. 
So I guess our topic today seems to be knowing where you are, but what's that got to do with money? Um, well, good question. And it actually has a lot to do with money. As I said, you, you can't get to where you want to go if you don't know where you are. Actually, maybe the best way to get the answer to this is for you to finish your story because I'd like to know how you did find your car lugging all of those trolley fulls of Christmas presents. and <laughs> Five hours um, of shopping. Yeah, that yeah. was a lot, I tell you. Uh, well, that was interesting because, um, you know, and my husband is not good at asking for help. Right. So we eventually, after about, you know, 45 minutes of searching for our car, eventually we decided that we needed help. And so we actually went and we found a security man and said to him, we can't find our car. We've just searched for it for 45 minutes. Can you help us? And he said, yeah, of course. Yeah, I sure. Can. There's only 3 million cars in the car park. Let's go and look at every one. <laughs> exactly. So we're clicking the button, you know, going, waiting for something to go beep and nothing went beep. Anyway, he took us through a process then of um, a process of elimination. Okay. What entrance did you come into? Which street were you on? What entrance did you come in? We could answer that question. All good. Um, and then he said, okay, when you entered the shopping centre, what shops did you see? And I went, oh, that's right. There was a jewellery shop on the left. I know that because I'm a woman and I love jewellery. <laughs> um, and, and he went, okay, fine. What else did you see? Oh, well, there was, a, there was a dress shop as well. It was Suzanne Gray, I think. And he's like, right, okay, I know where you were. You were on level three. I went, okay, fantastic. So we knew, at least we eliminated all the other levels. We were on level three. As soon as we came out to level three, my husband went, ah, I think I know where we were and we almost went straight there. So within, we'd wasted 45 minutes searching for our car and within about 10 minutes, he was, he'd found our car for us right. just for that process of elimination. So, so same, same, same. I mean, I, I got to where I wanted to go once I knew where I was and you yep. got to go home once you knew where you, once you found yourself. Yep, that's you, right can't get to where you want to go if you don't know where you are. No. So I think today's topic is starting to become really clear because I would suggest, and I don't have an exact figure, but it wouldn't surprise me if 80% of the population are lost when it comes to their money. Okay, so, um, you know, not lost as in they've lost their money, but they just have no direction. They're going nowhere. They don't know where they are and they just have no plan and probably no hope or very little hope and you know how many people buy lotto tickets because that's their money plan you know i'm going to win lotto and yep. that's how they keep themselves going because oh, i'm going to win lotto they get from weekend to weekend because well maybe next weekend will be the weekend when i win the lotto yes yeah so they could yeah look they could accidentally end up in a good place with their finances but it's probably not that likely because winning lotto or inheriting a whole lot of money or whatever isn't a really great hook to hang your financial future on. Yeah. yeah. Now, look, I know as a spending planner, Carolyn, you've worked with plenty of people who are going nowhere fast. Um, does this, what we're talking about, relate to them at all? I mean, give us, give us some insight. Well, yeah, you know, as a spending planner, I, I work with a lot of people who've really lost their way and they have no idea how to find themselves back again. So um, a recent client that I have um, very much lost their way and they lost their way due to unemployment, which unfortunately can be very real um, in this day and age at the moment. There's, um, you know, jobs aren't always that stable these days. 
And um, anyway, they'd lost their way. They were unemployed for quite a while. And thinking, their thinking was probably, oh, look, we'll just use a credit card until we, until I can find that job and I should find that job within a couple of weeks so that's okay and then we can, you know, start paying the credit card back. And unfortunately, it was two years of, of unemployment. And so two years of living off a credit card, getting loans, um, refinancing the house, um, using equity, and they became in two years. They they just got into a horrible, horrible mess um, with their finances, and they they had really, really lost their way, and they had no clue how to how to find their way back. I think there's another topic in here as well that we won't go with, and that's like how can you be unemployed for two years? But let's yeah. focus on what we're talking about today. So, unemployment caused them to get lost. How lost were they? Um, they were lost to the tune of about $145,000 um, of credit card and personal loan debt. Wow. And is that the top scoring client that you've worked with? Or have you got uh, worse? No, no, I actually have another client who um, was lost to the point of $180,000 um, in credit card and personal loan debt. Yeah. Wow. So, so just sort of thinking about this, if so many people really don't have a plan that they're, they're lost to a certain degree or lost completely or to the tune of $180,000 down the, the gurgler. Yeah. Um, it can be pretty scary when you think about, you know, retirement. And I mean, I heard a statistic from a financial planner I was talking to recently who said that the average Australian at retirement age has less than, I think he said less than 200,000. I think he quoted a figure of about 180,000. Uh, and yet I know that there are lots of people who've got less than 100,000. And when you consider that age 65, 67, whatever it is, you know, you could, you could live 20 or 30 years, you know, everybody's living longer these days. Yes. Um, that's a long time to live on a year or two's wages. Yeah, that's exactly right. There's no lifestyle in there at all. Um, I imagine it would be very tough. Yeah. Yeah. And that's, so, you know, that's the problem when they're, um, they're not looking, they're not forward planning at all. At this point, you know, these people right. are not forward planning, so they're getting into their 40s and 50s yep. with no well, future. Yeah. Like, but there's a story, like the unemployment story, that I'm sure they've all got a story as to how they got there. Yeah. Let, let's, let's focus, though, on some people who maybe don't have this 180,000, 140,000. Maybe they, they're not drastically in a hole, but yep. they're still just wandering meanderously in a state of, well, it's not too bad, but it's not really great either. Yeah. Um, being being lost and not having the right information can lead to a rather lacklustre life that could have been a lot better lived. Yeah, yeah. And I, I read another story, David, um, just today actually on, um, I, oh gosh, I think it was one of the newspapers that put a story up about a young girl who, um, who had got lost financially as well and it was literally just um, a credit card that she was given and um, so she spent money on that credit card. Oh, look, there's a $600 dress, but it's $300 on special today. And um, she decided that she would buy it on credit. And one of the things I say to my clients is um, one of the keys to successful money management is not shopping with rich friends. And I often <laughs> say to people at Christmas time, seriously, because if you shop with someone who has the ability to pay that and you try that little black dress on and you're 
friends standing there going, oh my goodness, that looks amazing on you, you need to buy that and it's half price and it's only $300 and you can do this and you're talked into putting that on your credit card. Well, this young girl started there and ended up maxing out two credit cards and having a personal loan debt. So she had $14,000 of debt, which isn't doesn't seem like a lot and it's certainly not 180000 It's a pretty big hole. It, it's a big hole that she yep. dug herself into and she was having trouble getting out of that hole. You know, so. I, it, it amazes me. It, how can if, if you are struggling to live on this week's pay this week, how can spending some of next week's pay this week make next week better? And it, it doesn't. Yep. It's a disaster waiting to happen because the next week you've got to pay back this week's purchases and try and live on, you know, pay for next week's expenses. But you couldn't do it this week. So next week it's going to be worse. That's right. And yeah. you're just digging, digging the hole deeper. And then, uh, you know, and, the, and then it becomes, especially if you're in a relationship, you know, it, it then starts to affect that relationship. And one, just going back to that $180,000 story, David, um, the partner in that relationship had no idea that there was that amount of debt had been accrued by... Wow. By the other party, and wow. that's a really scary thing as well. That's very lost. All right, yeah. so so it can be pretty scary. Um, let's not focus on the negatives, though, because obviously we're here to help people solve these problems. So solution, let's talk about solutions. If we're lost, I guess the question is, how do we get found? Or, you know, how, how does anyone <laughs> listening get found? So to me, I, there are four key things that someone needs to know to be not lost. Okay. So the four are, um, what are you worth? So if you, if you decided that you're going to opt out of your, your society and go and live an alternate life, become a hippie or whatever, and you sold everything, yep. what, how much money could you get that you could say, this is what I'm worth? If I sold the lot, the house, the car, the dog, the cat, the kids, the, don't sell the wife, <laughs> just get rid of everything. What could you honestly say, this is what I you know, what I could put down as a positive number to say that's what I would get for selling up. Mm -hmm. so that's the first one. Yep. The second one is going to be the opposite of that. What do I owe? So, you know, if you've got a house to sell, you've probably got a mortgage. If you've got a car to sell, you may have a car loan. What Add up all of the debts. And I mean everything. I mean, if you owe your mother some money, if you owe your a relative, any, anything at all you owe, even if it's official or unofficial, get it down on paper so that you've got an exact, this is how much I owe and this is how much I own. What's just what I'm worth? And this, so that if you subtracted the, the, the debt from the, what you got from selling up, yep. is that going to be a positive number? Mm -hmm. And hopefully it is, because if it's not, it's a bit scary, but obviously we'll work with what we find out. Yep. The other two numbers are similar, but instead of on, on you know, what you've amassed in the way of debt and assets in your life, it's, how much is going out to pay for your lifestyle each week? So, you know, in an, in an average week, what would you spend? And I would prefer people, if they were deciding this, let's do this. If you went without the luxury things, what would be the basics? Because, you know, if life went upside down and you lost a job or, you know, one of your, your kids or your grandkids had to have a really expensive operation that wasn't covered by some kind of, you know, health benefit fund, yeah. And you didn't want that grandchild or that child to die, mm -hmm. you know, what would you give up? 
so that yeah. you could throw money at, at saving that child's life. Yeah. So you know, if you look at that, because that's like, if you did lose your job and everything went pear shaped, that's that's basically where you'd have to go to. So what would it cost you to live a basic basic existence in in you know a week to week basis? And then of course the last number, what do you reckon that's going to be? Yep. How much income do you earn? Yeah, what income have you got coming in? And yeah. then, of course, we want to do the same math with that. Is there more income coming in than going out or vice versa? Mm -hmm. So they're yeah. the four magic numbers that people need to know. And if they don't know them, whether they feel like they're lost or not, they are and they could be doing better. Yeah. So yeah. What, what do you owe? What do you own? What does it cost you to live a basic existence? You, you, know, you can do the luxury existence number as well if you want. Yeah. But I'm really more interested in what's a basic existence cost you and what's coming in. And if you subtract both pairs to find out whether you're floating or sinking, mm -hmm. that's when you start to realise this is your scorecard. This is where you're at right now. And if yep. you don't know this, you are lost to a certain extent. If you've got a vague idea, you're semi-lost <laughs> and not getting the most that you could out of your life and... You know, if you've got totally got no idea, you are totally lost. It's that simple. Mm -hmm. Yep. So I guess, you know, there'd be people who go, oh, I've been meaning to do that or, you know, I, I have great intentions that just haven't gotten around to doing it. This weekend, my suggestion to anybody that wants to, to do well with their finances is to go and get those four magic numbers and find out what their score is. Are they upside down or are they right side up? <laughs> Do they own more than they've got in assets? Do they spend more than they earn? Because either of those situations lead into disaster. Okay, so David, that's um, getting those four numbers is obviously part of the solution. Okay, um, so how do they how do they actually do that? How do they get those four numbers? I mean, are they going to have that information readily at hand? Yeah, well, I guess I mean, we all, nobody really comes home from work and goes, oh, I can't wait to go and sit down and do my budget or, you know, do, do, <laughs> do my numbers. It's yep. kind of like for starters, there's kids jumping all over you if you've got young kids or, you know, there's, there's all of these things that, that get in the way. There's things that you want to do, things that you have to do. And unfortunately, we all kind of neglect the money stuff. So it can yep. be hard for people who have totally ne neglected this. But I say if you can't measure it, you can't mend it. So, you know, you've got to have these numbers and you just need to set some time aside to get it done. I do have some good news though. The Spending Planners Institute actually has a freebie that people can download, which will make it's just like a, a, a simple Excel spreadsheet. It's got four tabs, one for each of those numbers. And you can put in, you know, in the boxes that I've provided there, the numbers and it calculates it all out for you. Oh, okay. so that makes it a lot easier for people who you know, don't have a clue how to get started. Yeah. Okay. So where do they find that wonderful piece of information? That they <laughs> the spreadsheet. Um, <laughs> it's called snapshot because that's what we're taking. We're taking the snapshot to find out what's your score right now. Where are you right now? Mm -hmm. um, and by the way, people should every, I would suggest every quarter, at least every three months, you need to go back and do your snapshot again and compare it with last time. So, um, but you asked me the question, where from? If yeah. you go to the Spending Planners Institute website, under contact us, you will see freebies. 
and look for snapshot. That's where it is. So it's a simple Excel spreadsheet. So if you've got Excel and most people have got Excel, you can open that up, fill in the boxes, and it's, it will, it's got graphs that sort of give you a really graphical image of whether you're floating or sinking and by how much. Yep. Okay. So, and you'll put that link down below for people to, um, to click on to take them through to there? If we can do that, we definitely will. Yep. Cool. Okay. So, and then you said um, we need to, they need to revisit those numbers every quarter. And what are they going to be looking for every quarter? Okay. So, if I find four, three months from now that I've got gotten worse, if I've got more debt and less, you know, if I sold up, my, my numbers aren't quite as good. I know I'm going backwards. And even though I might not have noticed it, now it's in my face. Yeah. And you basically need to get a scorecard every three months so that you can see. You know, I said before, if you can't measure it, you can't mend it. Mm. So we're yeah. going to measure and basically find out, are you getting, are you growing? Are you getting stronger? Are, are things getting better over time? And if they're not, that's a really strong signal that says something has to change. Um, you know, you, you, and if, if your numbers tell you that you've got more income and expenses and you think, oh, cool, um, beware because that feeling could actually lead to you buying that $300 dress <laughs> and, and that $400 suit and that $100 and that whatever. Yeah. So if the numbers say to you, hey, you've got more income and expenses, but if next quarter you've got more debt than you had last time and if the next quarter you've, it's getting worse and worse, you have to accept the fact that whilst the numbers are saying one thing, your actions are actually doing something else and yeah. you need to, to change directions fast. Mm-hmm. And see, anybody who's got this problem, if they'd been measuring along the way, they would have seen it long before it became the festering sore that it's become. Sure. And when you're hopelessly lost, it's really hard to get back out. Even finding where you're at means you've then got to dig yourself out of the hole if it's a deep hole. Yeah. So, David, what's the biggest advantage of knowing these numbers then? Well, it, 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 as I said, if you can't measure it, you can't mend it. It, it gives yes. you the ability to know where you're heading, to know whether you're lost or not, and to even if you're not really lost but you could be doing better, it gives you the ability to, to maximise what outcomes you get from your money. And let's face it, most people work hard for their money, you know, whatever their hourly rate is. And, and I, I would say that you want to get a good outcome from what you earn. You know, those 40 hours, 38 hours, whatever you spend at work, you, you want a good outcome. You don't want to work hard all week and then stress all weekend or stress all week long because the numbers are telling you you've got a problem. Yeah. You want life to be good. You want life to be fun. Mm. Yeah, and these and four numbers working pay to pay. So many of the people I work with say, you know, I earn a good income, and I just don't have a life. I'm living pay to pay. I'm just paying the bills, and I'm going to work, and I'm coming home, and I can't sleep because I'm stressed and anxious over money, and I just don't seem to be getting anywhere. Yep. Yeah. Well, here's the thing: when you lost your car, you you hung out for three quarters of an hour trying to do it on your own. Yeah, you just got more and more confused, and probably hotter and hotter because it's Christmas time's hot. Yeah, um, and we had five uh, hours of shopping, carrying. Yeah. And yeah. eventually, you put up your hand and asked for help, and within not too long, yeah. you were found and you're on your way. Yeah, I, you know, at ten o'clock at night, 
if it was broad daylight when I was lost, I would have just pulled over and asked somebody, hey, how do I get to such and such caravan park? And this was long before we had smartphones and Google Maps and all of that kind of stuff. So, yeah. um, you know, I would have just pulled over and asked somebody. I wouldn't have, hes I wouldn't have taken three quarters of an hour like you did. I yeah. would have asked for help. But at 10 o'clock at night, I wasn't going to go and knock on someone's door and say, I'm lost. Mm -hmm. So I was just lucky that I, I came across the roundabout that I recognized and went, ah, oh, that's where I am. Now I can get to where I want to go. Yeah. So, you know, I would recommend, and this is the whole reason why I started the Spending Planners Institute, because I realized I had almost inadvertently stumbled onto a formula for helping people get found. Um, and over a period of time, I helped over, you know, over 30,000 people, but I wasn't satisfied that I was giving the best results and getting the best outcomes. So um, the Institute basically is all about me training people to deliver a system that's well proven to give people who are lost help to get found mm -hmm. so, but but this isn't about it's not a commercial about spending planners and spending planners institute but that's who we are and where we come from so i can't not mention it yeah but, you know if somebody wants to get help they can find help at finderspendingplanner.com yeah there are probably lots of other people out there who've uh you know trying also we're not the only ones trying to help people but yeah. go and get help from someone but if you really want to tough it out and do it on your own, you know, whether you get someone to help you or not, it's imperative that you do it. You have to find those four numbers. And the benefit of finding those four numbers, I mean, let's face it, once you've done it once and you've got those numbers, three months from now, it's not going to be the huge task that it was first time because everything's there. It's yeah. just a little bit of a tweak here and a little tweak there. And has that loan gone down or has that loan gone up? Um, you know, it's all in your, in your snapshot. So it's, yep, you're going to have to pay for it one way or another, time-wise, you know, frustration-wise, once, get it done, move forward. Um, it's going to be one of the best things that you ever did and it's easy to maintain. Mm -hmm. Sounds like a great plan, David. <laughs> <laughs> Who, look, no one likes being, having a knot in their stomach and being stressed about money. I, it's, you know, and there was some statistic that came out today, one in six Australians are in that space. Yeah. What's that as a percentage? What's one in six as a percentage? One in three is 33, so that's about 16% of the population are stressed, can't sleep at night. Um, I mean, and that's, that's the, the worst ones. There's plenty more who are still stressed but not quite as bad as the report that I was looking at. You know, why would you want to, why would you keep doing it? Only a fool keeps doing the same thing, hoping to get a different outcome. Yeah. Nothing's yep. going to change if you don't change something. Yep. And the statistics are high, much, much higher than that, David, for stress and anxiety over money. It affects um, almost 80% of the population, you know. Yep. Um, so it's, it's, it's huge. And we are, as a nation, um, one, of, one of the top countries in the world with the amount of debt we have <laughs> that's not the not the medal that you really want to win is it no absolutely not and it's so scary but what what i'm more passionate about is just taking away that stress and anxiety to be able to say to these people hey guys we've got a solution and we can help you so don't struggle and and don't lie there night after night after night not sleeping, stressing, 
it's affecting your relationship and it's affecting the family. It's affecting just, your health. Yep. Yeah, affecting your health, absolutely. And you don't have to do it because there's a solution. And as you said earlier, there's it's not just us wanting to help these people. There's plenty of help out there, but people need to make that first step. It's like when we're in that car park, 45 minutes we wasted. <laughs> um, I bet now you look back at that and you think, geez, that was stupid. Oh, look, honestly, um, and all it took was a, hi, can you help me? We've lost our car, you know. <laughs> no problem. Yeah. Yep. So um, at, at worst, get a bit of paper on, this week, on the weekend and four numbers. What are you, what, what could you, if you're cashed up, what are you worth? What debts have you got? Everything. What's your income and what? what would it cost you to live a basic existence and do the numbers and find it where they're upside down. And if you are, how much by, because once you've got a number, you can then start working on improving the number. Next best thing is get to spendingplannersinstitute.com. Go to the contact us um, on the menu and there's a drop down and you'll find freebies. And under the freebies, you'll see snapshot. Download that. That'll make it a little bit easier for you. And certainly if you're feeling totally lost and you really need to put your hand up for some help, findaspendingplanner.com is where you'll find a spending planner to help you with that. So there's been an interesting chat all about being lost and getting found. <laughs> um, it, it's, um, the benefits are amazing and once you've done it, it's, it's being found is an amazing, amazingly good feeling. Yeah. It's so good chatting with about all things money, David. I always find yeah. it, you know, just so fascinating and so, you know, just knowing that there's a solution, um, a solution out there. Yep. Actually, some of the uh, conversation today has led me to, to, I've got some some more topics for our next couple of podcasts out of today. So look forward to that. Better finish up for now though. Succeed with Money is a podcast series by the Spending Planners Institute. I'm David Wright. My able-bodied co-host is Spending Planner, Carolyn Mose. We look forward to chatting with you again next time when we'll be discussing another interesting topic relating to money because nobody fails with money on purpose. And please, if you have a question for us or a topic you would like us to discuss in a future episode, if you're already a member of our Facebook group, you should just post your question there. And if you're not a member, you should join our Facebook group. Just search for Succeed With Money Podcast within Facebook and then post your question and we'll respond. And if you're not on Facebook, you could send us an email admin at spendingplannersinstitute.com. Thanks for listening and bye for now.